Oh my. Man, Welcome you shouldn't say that about Jews, man. All right, hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I didn't say anything about Jews, by the way. I don't know why he's saying that. Jews yeah. aren't weak. Yeah, I, I just I, actually really I'm part smart. Jewish, dude. I kind of I'm kind of offended, but anyway, um, we didn't do our intro again this week no. because out of respect for yes. RBG, mm-hmm. good uh, woman. I, I just moment of silence. All right, that's good. Oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna. No moment of silence. There's no like humming oh, okay. or. I was gonna oh! play some like Catholic background music. Like, uh, what's that? A little child going. Oh! Probably. Oh! Hungry Games. Oh, I don't even. What? Okay, what's this episode on? It's what? So nine twenty-eight. It's yeah. So on a weeknight. On a weeknight. Oh, gosh. You realize we've we've recorded, like, other episodes on Tuesdays as well. And it's a Tuesday today. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Tuesday's the day. It's Sunday or Tuesday. Yeah. But, um, so, what, we're gonna go ahead and go over, I was just, we were just thinking, like, how how crazy our parents were, right? I, th- I think they were some crazy kids. I'm just gonna say that. But, uh, I, I think, uh, we're just gonna go over some of the crazy stuff that happened in the 70s. And I think we're going to do another episode that goes over the 80s. Yeah, because we didn't realize how much stuff happened during these years. Yeah, like, no, I thought like eh, maybe one or two things happened. No. A bunch of stuff happened. So to jump into things, um, I, I, I kind of want to mention, because this is a big thing that happened that you hadn't heard of, um, the Munich Massacre. Um, and you, you said you hadn't heard of that? No. So 1972... Um, they're having the Olympics um, <clears throat> in Munich, Germany. Okay. Okay. And what happened was that Palestinians got into the Olympic, um, I guess, lodging area, uh-huh. killed two Israeli athletes, and kidnapped nine of them. Oh, my. Demanding that 200 and – it, it was it was well over 100. It was, it was almost 200. It was something like that. Uh, terrorists be released. And that two Germans be released. Why were, why were they requesting, oh, that they would give the two Germans back? Or they were requesting that two Germans be released, be released from German custody? From German, yeah. Uh, Evidently, so like, so that's some weird stuff happening. They I were like insiders. Maybe, like, because you got to remember, through the 40s, the Nazis were allied with the with the, the, the uh, Islamic Caliphate, right? Mm-hmm. With, the, with the Ottoman Empire. So maybe there's still some ties there. Um... Either way, that that was their demands. Demands went sour. The the hostages, the the the, the kidnappers take the hostages to the airport. Uh huh. They get in a huge shootout in the airport. Uh. All hostages dead. Oh dang! <laughs> yeah, not one poor Olympian survived. Um, so they're in Germany. They don't have too many guns. So the cops don't have too many guns. Yeah, they the, a, a German police officer died, and they killed all the Palestinians as well. Well, dang. So yeah, no. It, All the terrorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, it, they were part of a, a group called Black September. Um, that means anything to you? No, um, I've never heard of that. But group. anyway, uh, yeah. So that that to me that, that that's just 1972. Um, it was it was some crazy stuff happening. I mean, <laughs> like to just and, and guess what? 24 hours is all they gave before they started the games back up. <laughs> oh, they just restarted. Oh, you didn't care. They're Dang, like, it's only Israelis, dude. Like, geez. they just like shot everybody, dude. If they imagine this, Iran's 
like nine of Iran's Olympic athletes get killed, like dogs in the airport. The Olympics are canceled. Okay, we're not recovering from that. All right. They'll be like, oh, my safe space. These poor <laughs> athletes, they can't go run. You'd think Germany would shut the whole operation down. Like, dude, Jews died in our country? Like, not again. Like, <laughs> we're canceling the event. Okay, this is only 30 years after the Holocaust. So, Ooh. yeah, no. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that's 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 some uh, s- some wildness. Um, and then you have something out of uh, 19 what? Um, no, seventy three, I think. Seventy three is when Roe v. Wade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, am I just gonna lead with that? Yeah, yeah. Cause just just uh, mention. Cause also we got our. You you mentioned something to me that I found interesting, because in nineteen seventy three Roe v. Wade, which is so that legalized abortion in America. Yeah. Which is still talked away about pretty intensely today. Yeah. You you mentioned that, something that, that was the ruling of the Supreme Court. Yes, ruling of the Supreme Court, and you you mentioned something interesting as to why maybe that came about. Which nineteen seventy three was when um, birth control was invented. Um, in, in the six, the end of the sixties, it was invented, and the seventies is when it was used. Oh, so like, was that? What do you mean, like distributed through the government or distributed th- through just kind of mass private manufacturers by, oh, okay. and yeah, everybody had it in the seventies. So it was widely known. And yes, yeah, yeah. Everybody was using it 1970 and on. So that's interesting because like, we were talking a little bit before this and how maybe now like everybody was relying on birth control, but birth control is not 100%. Um, so now they have all these people getting pregnant and they don't want to own up to their their actions so well let's push for legalizing abortion and so i don't know it's all speculation because i don't really know what led up to the roe v wade or whatnot but yeah no maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on that that makes sense yeah yeah because because you got to think uh because the 70s is actually considered the sexual revolution so (laughs) they went they went crazy okay these kids were wasn't it also like the, the the time what was it the the decade of love or something the decade of i don't know actually i don't know but there was a lot of love going on so um because before this a lot you of got, smoking weed you got to think well yeah actually we'll get into the whole drugs thing because things were <laughs> off the wall these people were coked out of their minds and birth control was invented this was a very bad mixture um there's a lot of chemicals yeah <laughs> a lot of chemicals going on in the brain but because uh. you got to think about this previously you know, it it was it was very frowned upon to have sexual relations outside of a relationship, but with the invention outside of marriage, outside of yeah, outside of like a given relationship with a person, yeah. But with birth control, this allowed for everyone to go ham, right? Basically, and yeah. and you've this this created I think a lot of issues, which then in turn kind of like, you know, we don't want to own up to our mistakes. Let's go ahead and just start whacking these babies, and that was their solution. And it's still happening today. Yeah, well, you got to think. I mean, was it in that mindset that they went ahead and and, and move forward with that? And should that be addressed today as to that that was the thought process? or That argument definitely, I think, has merit to it. Like, I th- I've never actually even put any thought into this before, like the correlation, because I didn't even know. Uh, I mean, I knew about Roe v. Wade, but I didn't know that birth control kind of 
was like the norm be, or became the norm in 73 as well um so i don't know i'm i kind of actually want to do some research into that and <clears throat> yeah because see if there's any more ties that kind of tie them together well i was also watching uh, like uh jordan peterson like the uh you know jordan peterson right yeah yeah so but he he he's a clinical psychologist from university of toronto but anyway he, he was talking about how the effects of birth control still are not going to be felt until the next generation on because he's saying that it's screwing us up we don't we don't know what's going to do because we've never had a time in which you could choose when to have children or not yeah and you could re- really anything you did you could just swipe underneath the rug right and and previously it, it, it just we don't know what psychologically this is going to do to men and females minds right yeah. because it's so common for everyone to trade uh sex as a as a a, a very low uh infl- an inflated currency kind of yeah so um yeah i i i think that was, that was kind of interesting but yeah that was kind of like the opening act of that which was through the 70s yeah and the reason i think this is kind of important to bring up is because a lot of people are talking about roe v wade possibly being in uh in a coin toss right now because overturned yes because um amy barrett right is is the suspected and i guess they'll know you guys listeners will be able to know who who the uh prospect is yeah for the supreme court this episode will come out after the nomination is announced yes yeah uh a week after about yeah about five days um but because uh we are recording this on tuesday and trump's supposed to announce it on saturday it's coming saturday yeah so we'll see what happens but if it's the lady that i'm thinking she is actively against roe v wade the ruling uh-huh. um so now i don't exactly know everybody all the other justices stands on it um kavanaugh said he wouldn't bring it back up only because he's like that's pastime but he would vote on it if it's brought up correct? if it's brought up he would have to um neil gorsuch said it should be overturned uh clarence judge clarence huh? definitely anti roe v wade so the the, the thing well, who, was who can bring that back up can the justices themselves bring that up or does it have to be like to the a lower court does it have to be like an attorney general that files um say a lawsuit or something pertaining to the case i believe it I has multiple avenues yeah but i don't i don't think the justices themselves can just like with their own doing bring up a case that they've already ruled on do you see what i'm saying yes i, I think they can i think they can readdress a, a a previous ruling you think so i'm pretty sure if if they have i think they have a certain amount of judges to look at it as well well but like what i'm worse, saying they is just have the attorney general put it in question and well, send it back well yeah that's court. what i'm saying though i think they like they can obviously rule on rulings that they've already I, i'm not wording this properly but, but you think like, it might take a movement outside of the supreme court yeah i don't to, think to they read, can be read. like hey let's just bring this to another vote after they already voted on it in 73 like that you no know, the supreme court is the highest court in the land so once they once they rule on a case you know that's it Mm-hmm. that's what's going to happen depending how they rule so i don't think just as time goes by and new justices come in i don't think their own power can bring the case back to light i think it has to be like an attorney general or even a district attorney somebody even maybe an appellate court you know panel something like that 
or ninth district court. I believe that the that the judges can I gotta look this up. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't swear to that. But <laughs> either way, I know that the attorney general can do something and can send something their way. Oh, um, yeah. So I mean, which that's that's which kind of the bar, argument now. Barwood, I believe. Well, yeah. Pr- previously, previously we have had five conservative justices. Yeah. Really, only four. Right, four hardcore conservatives and one Roberts was Robert the... is a toss up. Which he's the he's the uh, what do they call him? He's the he- oh, uh, senior just- no. chief justice. Or- chief justice, yeah, yeah it's he's chief, the chief justice, justice. Because the other ones are associate justice. Yes. Um. So he is technically conservative, but mm. he well he leans more conservative, but I don't know. Kind really of, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he honestly, I think he leans. I think he's, he's just very moderate. So. But depending how, depending if Trump gets his nomination in there, it, it looks like it will be a six to three. Exactly, and in that case, Democrats can't really do anything. No, and, and that's that's what's wild because even if they do get a defector, right? Even if they convince one of the Republicans to say, "Hey, no," it's, they still don't win. Yeah, because you're going to have a minimum of four incredibly conservative judges. Um, the one guy um, is. Definitely conservative, and I think he would be in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade, but it would come down to him. Yeah. It would no longer be Roberts deciding it. Yeah. So, I'm 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 interested to see um, um, what Second Amendment cases. Oh, it's come yeah. come to them. I mean, you can if you want anything done conservatively, just send it to Supreme Court at this point. Because what do you think? Do you think do you think they get through or? Do, you, do I think the nomination goes through? Yeah. 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 I think it will. Because there's been three justices that have been confirmed in less time. Way um, less, though. Way less polarized. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, but it's doable. And it's not like we don't have the votes. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. It's not like the Senate doesn't have the votes that they need. That we think. You know, there always could be a curveball. But... It appears that the votes are there. Um, I don't know. I think it, it'll be interesting to see who the nomination is. Um, but I think it's just going to be ramrodded through. And, you know, I don't I don't know. We'll see. The, yeah, country, so, the country's in an interesting spot. So you think you think they just they just ram it through? I, I think so. Yeah, because I'm just looking over uh, like previous ones, right? Uh, Stevens and uh, and, and 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 like Sonia, right? Yeah. That Obama sent to the Supreme Court. Ginsburg, back when she was nominated, um, she got in pretty quick. Well, let's let's see Ginsburg. I can actually look at um her her vote was uh, ninety six to three in the Supreme Court. Wow. Yeah. So so pretty unanimous. Um. And then, but even all Obama's, all of Obama's picks had above 60, 68 to 31 and 63 to 37. So Republicans crossed the aisle. Um, But Kavanaugh was close. Yeah. Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh uh, was close. Kavanaugh was 50 to 48. Yeah. So, I mean, incredibly close. They have to have a minimum of 50. Yeah. Um, And and then it's decided by, uh, by the vice president. But, uh. Neil Gorsuch was fifty four forty five because uh, Joe Manchin, yeah, Senate Republican, uh, West Virginia, uh, cross Democrat, uh, cross cross lines. 
Um, but yeah, so it, it, it just catcher was a lot easier to get in than Kavanaugh was. Oh, so much easier. I mean, and that's, I honestly, I we haven't seen anything yet. It it's gonna be bad this time around. No, <laughs> it's gonna be really bad. So I think he's he's gonna bring a woman in. I think that's the plan. Is well, yes, yeah, a, a woman nominee. Amy Barrett is 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 leading the charge at least at this point. That's who he's had a meeting with. Yep. Um, and that's who's believed to be the the uh, presumed candidate. But uh, Dude, even so. after knowing everything that Kavanaugh went through in the process, if the which I don't have the qualifications, but if the president called me up and was like, "Hey, I want you to be my nomination," I'd be like, "Heck yeah, I'll accept." Really? I'd I would do say it. no. I'd do it. I would say there's no way because they're gonna make up stuff. They're gonna ruin your life. I would like walk in there. <laughs> Hey, you suckers. What are you making up about me now? They're going to ruin your life, dude. And like, now I can rule on your cases. <laughs> yeah. You're going to jail. You're going to jail. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, no, no, I, I, I just, I think it's, I think she's going to get through. Uh, I I think uh, because of the Kavanaugh thing, they're so angry, they're going to ram it through. Uh-huh. Um, if Democrats hadn't played so dirty with they're Kavanaugh. Gonna, they're going to, I heard that I Nancy Pelosi isn't ruling out, um, impeachment new impeachment um charges yeah but it doesn't matter well no it doesn't and and trump came out and said he's like he's like if you file new impeachment charges against me he's like i basically won at that point he's oh, like yeah definitely people in america this again that's dude. exactly what everyone's gonna think because you got to remember um who was i oh will smith will smith was saying that pelosi allowed the coronavirus to come in he's like what what were Democrat Senate what are, what were Senate and House Democrats doing? They were impeaching during yeah. the coronavirus the entire time that the current front November was, all of November last year, all the way into January. Yep. And and I believe it went into February, didn't it? I it could have. It was bad. But I mean that that was their main focus. So it's like, and and, it, and the problem is too is that it it was an obvious obviously a losing fight. Right. Yeah. It, it was nothing more than like a, a more like a statement, like, "Hey, you know, we disapprove was, of what it, you're doing." The, the there was no merit to her claims. Well, and there's no way they're gonna get it through the Senate. And it was just all hearsay. It was just like all this. He said this. They said that. And it was like, really? Well, the obstruction you're they just... may have had kind of a case for, but it's just there's no way. There's no way possible that you're gonna. I mean, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton did some shady stuff. He got impeached, and the Senate was like, no. Exactly. So it's very hard to have. You're going to have to do some really bad stuff. You're going to have to more than rape people for for them to throw you out at the oh, Senate level. Oh, uh, yeah. So, no, I, I, I think uh, I think uh, things are going to get really nasty. I think things are going to get really dirty. But uh, I, I think they I think they ran them through. It'll be interesting to see. It's way too important. It's way too important because Republicans can now control the courts for 40 years and democrats are are just fighting for their lives at this point because i mean they're they they screwed themselves over for the past four years they've they could have done things differently and but they just screwed themselves well it's just so wild that the hillary clinton and donald trump election became such a big deal yeah three justices in four years yeah like if they wanted to do something they should have taken a huge step back and just looked at the situation like after trump won if they really wanted to do anything they should just stepped back be like okay he won he won what are we going to do from here 
yeah. but no they they just held on to the fact that he didn't win legitimately and they focused on that for however long it was the russians at first and, and, yep and then just one thing after another after another after another then impeachment scam and well Kavanaugh, like if then, if hillary had just won the democrats right now would have an advantage of six to three in the supreme court mm-hmm. think about that yeah whoa <laughs> yeah. like man you, you think that's freaky that's anyway bad. we gotta we're gonna take a break and we will be back in a minute all right, we're back. Here we go. So back to the 70s, because we went over this kind of the, the, the sexual revolution. And here's a funny one that I found uh, in 1976. Uh-huh. This is not funny, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to clarify. Um, Ebola's first outbreak happens. Okay. Only back then. I had wow. no idea. I was like, what? Kills 88% of its victims. Dang. It cleaned house. Why haven't I heard about this? I didn't know. Yeah, I, I didn't know. But anyway, yeah. So, I, yeah, that's not funny. I just put that that's on the table. I should have not premised that. <laughs> this is really funny. This is hilarious, guys. Eighty-eight percent. I mean, it's efficient. The yeah. Germans would really like it. <laughs> More deadly than COVID. Oh my Jeez. gosh. Don't get Joe Rogan or any of us started on this. Yeah, don't get me started on COVID, <laughs> man. What a joke. I love. I love COVID. I'm just upset it didn't clean out the population. <laughs> Dude, the have you I seen mean, the, the way the way they were talking that COVID COVID was just gonna wipe off like half the population of the earth and everybody was scared for a little while. It's it's just nothing. But yeah, no. I'm so sorry. so the seventies the seventies was wild because because then you also did you, do you have another one or um well because I was thinking besides we, all that also in seventy three the Vietnam War ended. Oh wow! Oh yeah, I missed that one. Um, so now you got all these people coming back, all messed up, all messed up for, for a war that, well, they lost essentially. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's wild. Cause you got to think about, cause you had the greatest generation. The difference with that was when they came home, everybody was supportive. Yeah. The issue is that Vietnam was a war that was very divided. 50% of the nation was for it, 50% was against it. Yeah. So the fact that, you know, when they came home, it was so politically divided. Yeah. Right? Like, when you went to World War II, when you came home, everybody hated Nazis, everybody hated the Japs. Yeah. Right? That's that's just how it worked. Um, but when you came home from Vietnam War, it's like, you know, half of support, half of don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine what that did to government programs that those guys needed probably didn't get funding half the time they did it depends what party had control so um that's the issue with partisan things is that if you want to get something done you really have to have both sides of the aisle yeah if you want to get something done effectively and that's a problem like it's like a lot of these big issues it's like we need partisan you know favor essentially for some of these things to pass like but why don't we come together on certain things? I right? don't know. Everyone's against sex trafficking. Yeah. Why can't? Well, I guess not. Yeah. Well, that's that. That might be a problem in of itself. But yeah. both sides of the aisle, people. I'm talking about people. Democrats, Republicans, Independents. I think we could get 90 percent of people to vote on you know a person that is that fiercely wants to go ahead and set up a plan to end it. Right. Yeah. Similarly, with with uh, ending 
ter- uh, with term limits on yeah. House and Senate representatives. Republican, Democrat, and Independents all all agree this. Voters. Now, the representatives themselves. No, they don't. They that's, don't like that's that. That's the issue. Right? Because, I mean, there's a lot of. Lifetime job, man. There's a lot of you know, people in there. Old Democrats and old Republicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like McConnell. I think he's been in there for like close to 40 years. Um, Chuck Grassley. He's been in there a while. Oh, yeah. Uh, for the House. Nancy Pelosi, 50 years or something? Yeah, Chuck Schumer's 20-something, I think. Um, I mean, you can't expect things to get done and, and, and the American people to be uh, represented correctly yeah. when people are in there for 40, 50 years. Yeah. Right? And the biggest issue is that name recognition is so big. So, like, we see this with West Virginia. Um, West Virginia is was the highest percentage voted for Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Of all the union, we voted higher for Trump than any other any other state, higher than Wyoming. Right, that's pretty crazy. Huh. But yet, I didn't know that we elected a Democrat governor. Right, we elect a Democrat Senate representative. Yeah, you know, we we elect kind of weird. So the the thing is that, and the reason for that is because it's the same old people, yeah. right? So it's just name recognition. Everybody knows who Joe Manchin is, even though he's a Democrat. Everybody votes for him because yeah. of name recognition. Yep. So same, I just same thing with Jim Justice, exactly. Our governor, so who is now switched to being a Republican because he's a dirty slime bag. <laughs> I didn't realize he was worth like a, over a billion dollars. Yeah, yeah, he's a billionaire. He's got Rand between, is a Democrat. One switched back to Republican. Yeah, between him and his kids, he owns over a hundred companies. Yep. And I think they said his his family brings in about twenty million a year. He sounds stupid by the way he talks. I'll tell you what. He does. We need to gum down. We need to get this down together. We need to we need to take care of COVID. I'll tell you what. Oh. You know, but but you know he okay. I want to get this right because his weight is astounding. He's a big boy. <laughs> yes. He I I, I saw his weight the other day and I was like I knew he was large, but I didn't know he was this large. Should he get into the thick boy bike club? Dude. He Big boy bike club. He's a little heavy. Um, let, is he like fourteen percent gluten? How much does he you weigh? Fifty. Um, I thought I put in his 1. net worth is around billion. one. Yeah, one point oh. nine million. Um, I don't know. I saw it the other day, and it was he. He's a, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a thicky. I, I don't know, man. I think he's almost four hundred pounds. What? Yeah, I think he's like three eighty. Dude, he better not fall down some stairs. <laughs> he's six. He's gonna take out the whole staffing department. I think he's six five. Okay, well that's better. But still, almost four hundred pounds. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, like for a massive athlete, that's like, oh, he's a big guy. He's not an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if it tells me. He, here. He's more like uh I don't know if the Wikipedia will. I don't think so. But yeah, it's it's. He's more uh, like he, an as he, I eat. He I don't know. He own or he six owes. seven. Oh yeah, six seven. He's a little high. Where oh my gosh! What? <laughs> There's no way he's six seven. I don't know. He's pretty tall, and he apparently he owes a lot of money. He. He owns 70 active mines in five states. Huh. But anyway, yeah, no, I, I think... I just... 
I just have an issue with with believing that these guys represent. You yeah. know, like like similarly, like I, I don't know in, in in other states, like Nancy Pelosi or 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 uh, Governor Newsom. You know, California hates Governor Governor Newsom now. Oh my goodness, yeah. You know, but but the issue is that name recognition is going to allow him to be reelected. Same with Nancy Pelosi, right? Like if if you actually took a person, right, even within the Democratic Party, right, and you compare Nancy Pelosi to somebody that's running against her in the primaries, let's let's just say a random per- girl or, or guy, yeah, it, within the Democratic Party, if if they put policies out and they would probably choose the other person, because Nancy Pelosi's been done nothing, you know, she's been in mm-hmm. there for 40, 50 years. I just I just don't think that having people in there for their life is going to actively represent. Uh, a changing group of people um you know i i don't know i i just i see that personally here in west virginia and i know that happens in 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 california and in other places um red or blue so yeah but but why can't we run on these things that everyone agrees on like everybody says we're so divided why not really those are some big issues that would take a lot of fighting to get across that everyone's on board with the issue so i don't know I just see what's on like social media and the news and stuff and the country seems so divided. But that's design, man. I know, but it's all about outrage. Because the more outrageous you make the title, the more clicks oh, you get. Oh, for sure. But so many people just seem so stupid. They're not though. I'm telling you. I, I went to an Antifa rally, right? It was, it was a big protest uh-huh. out, out in uh, Colorado. And I talked with some hardcore communists and they agree with a lot of the stuff the same stuff that sex trafficking oh yeah we need to end that oh term limits oh that has to happen yeah all all these things um what was another uh, another big one that that i thought everybody could agree on you know um, legalization of marijuana Le- oh legalization of marijuana <laughs> all the all the conservatives just like squeezed their butt cheeks together really hard. <laughs> they're like I, I felt it i felt it um but no, I think uh, things like that, I mean, honestly, give it 10 years, and yes, that will yeah. be a bipartisan uh, support. Oh, yeah. I, I, I believe that. I, I don't have... I mean, more and more conservatives are coming around to it by well, the day. And also, criminal justice reform, mm-hmm. how, to, how to fix all this, right? So, so like, why, why is somebody that... The, the issue is, that, okay, I want to get away with big big media companies. Like, I think it should go back to... Smaller, uh, small, like journalism or small um, localized. Journal- localized journalism, basically. Um, I think there should be emphasis on repercussions for these large media outlets that will just run with these stories without doing much um, uh, investigation. Yeah, and also. Also, I think there should be a separation from investigative journalism and opinionated journalism. Like, I know it's hard. Everybody has their bias. But there's a lot of these big news outlets that they just have these commentators on there. Like, these opinion opinionated journalists that basically just commentate their opinion on said news. But that's getting pushed as real news. Yeah. Which is, that's just bullcrap. And I don't know. I just... I think that needs to there there needs to be um, labels put on certain things, 
Yeah, but like who that, puts them? That's the issue. That's the, that's the thing. Well, how about... My, my big thing is, too, like, another bipartisan thing that everybody's against monopolies. Yeah. Amazon, yeah, Apple, my My thing is there has to be... They shouldn't have so much power. People from both sides have to be willing to sit down and have a conversation about these things because, like, justice reform and and the issues with police brutality and stuff like that, you know, these things do happen, you know, maybe not as much as the media tells you they happen. Um, And maybe I could be wrong. Maybe it does happen all the time. But the issue is policing can be done better. How do we fix it? Yes. Yeah. There, you, you can't just be like, oh, oh, defund the police or, or, oh, Black Lives Matter. Chanting these things and, and, and championing or campaigning for defunding the police, that's not going to help your problem. Yeah. You know, it's going to make it worse. I thought it was funny because Alyssa Milano or that whack job, yeah. um, she's like crazy for defunding the police. And she has literally just, I think within the past couple of days, she's called the cops multiple times for like, um, unwanted violence or something outside or something like something along that's those lines. a girl you should get together with <sighs> Alyssa milano you know i could see you settling down with her oh. and her feminist ways. Any, anyway i it just has to you just have to i i want to believe that there's rational people on both sides and you you have to sit down and can you know talk about really dive down because these are issues but they're not simple issues they're very complicated issues that yeah. have to be talked about and worked out. And both sides have to be willing to talk to each other. Well, um, and what if you had a mediator kind of like that? I, I told you this before. I've also told a couple other people in my idea about the common party, mm-hmm. you know, which is just the idea that the executive branch only works on things that, that are bipartisan and that the Senate and the House decide, you know, on, on more partisan issues, right? Yeah. So you shouldn't have to worry about is immigration going to fall apart or is immigration going to become ridiculously stringent over who's elected to office, president of the United States? Yeah. Right? You shouldn't have to worry whether um, things of, of, of the nature of, you know, is your taxation going to be changed incredibly different by who's president of the United States? Yeah. Right? All, all these things should not be so – people shouldn't have to be scared about who's being president. Yeah. But rather the president – I think the executive branch – should be more representative of who the United States is, right? Yeah. Because all the executive branch is, it's, why don't we just go back to what it was? Let's let's focus on bipartisan issues, right? Let's let's focus on these monopolies. Amazon, Amazon should not have so much power in this country, right? No. One man should not be able to own so much and now be able to, to own, you know, a certain percentage of the entire media industry, a certain percentage. You know, if if you're he, Jeff delivery Bezos service, almost has more. I mean, one could argue Jeff Bezos has more power than Trump. Oh, vastly more. Yeah, right, vastly more. So that's that's the issue. Is like we outlawed monopolies way back, right? D- yep. when, during the steel mills and all that. But the issue is now we have to figure out a way to make sure that these companies are a paying taxes, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a reason that their margins are so amazing. It's not because they can deliver packages for free, right? <laughs> I mean, that's so, you know, uh, um, and there's a reason that they're paying their workers. Actually, they're not paying their workers bad at all. No. Right? But there's a reason that they're able to do that. An Amazon so delivery money. driver makes 16 to $27 an hour. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And and they're doing this with ease and, and they're growing exponentially. So the biggest issue is, you know, 
things like this, you know, a strategy to attack sex trafficking, you know, strategies to uh, reduce the monopolization, whether that's limiting each person to own, only owning 10% of a sector, right? Yeah. Can you imagine what that would do to the media industry? I feel like that would really, it, w- it would become a much less uh, fierce uh, battle because you would have instead of two really rich Republicans owning Fox and the Daily Wire and all these things, and then two, you know, th- or three really rich liberals owning cnn msnbc yeah it, it would it would just create an, an atmosphere where more people can come up and jeff bezos and bill gates and warren buffett all these really extremely rich people can't well, just call the shots well the thing about it with um jeff bezos he he um what does he own the, the washington journal i think washington post washington post okay yeah. well so washington post journalists aren't allowed to write anything bad about jeff bezos or amazon Wow. Or they get fired. Yeah. That's like a known thing. Oh, my gosh. And, and that's the issue, right? Like, I mean... I, like, I, what, what, what's journalism in that? Exactly. Like what, what, where's the First Amendment, you know? Yeah. You know, I, it, you know, I think it was back in this... It was anywhere... I can't remember the date, but it was... I think it was the 60s through the 80s. One of, somewhere around in there. The, all our main news like media outlets and whatnot were owned by i think like 90 different companies and now today it's six major companies that own everything like all of the media outlets six major co- yeah 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 and it's 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 ridiculous and it, yeah it just creates an issue you know it, like, it does like, because you know everybody all these it's all about that that getting that click so mm-hmm. who can create the most wild headline to attract the, the viewer to click on it because yeah. once they get you there you know that's how they make their money through their through ads um so if their if their article has a lot of views um the more people they can get intrigued by the headline the more money they make yeah simplified version yeah well like what if what if amazon was forced to let's say amazon produces 50 percent of all deliveries in the united states yeah. As far as like to consumer, right? Uh-huh. I don't think that's even that much of a stretch anymore. No. I mean, maybe it's even more, right? But but let's say that that you know, if a company exceeds that, then a given person cannot own more than ten percent of of giving of that given company. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Like something like we did with the steel, right? Like you can't own for more than forty percent of a market as a company. You just can't. Yeah. Right. You so. Because then I think. Jeff Bezos is only going to be, get richer at this point. Yeah. So he can sell out and make crazy amount of money. What? <laughs> you know, we want. You know, I'm for free market, but at, there comes a point when it's like, you know, he could basically. How rich is he going to get to where he could basically buy the U.S.? Yeah. Well, you got to tame the monster at some point, or it's going to eat yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Wh- wh- you, know? wh- you know what's going to stop him from making so much money where he's like, hey. You know, United States. Why don't I just pay off your debts? Yeah, yeah. Like now, that's scary, right? Yeah. Then, then when when he, when he's worth a trillion dollars, and five other guys beside him are also worth a trillion dollars. Yeah. At what point could they get in a, get together and go? You know what? Let's change politics forever. Yeah. You know, like oh, let's change let's let's change everything in ISIS forever. Like, uh-huh. and that's the issue is that I don't have a problem with them being rich because they came up with great ideas and they're moving forward. Yeah. But the company should not be structured in in a way. In which those men can now control, you know, thirty percent of all media 
outlets, you know, 10% of all journalists. Because outlets. then they can stop, like, you know, now forget about Russia or, or China, you know, now, now you have to worry about potential propaganda run through said companies mm-hmm. um, who are international companies. So, yeah. what's to say they aren't getting external influence from China or Russia? Yeah, or, or maybe they're just doing it to work their own benefit. Yeah. You know, like Jeff Bezos owns 30% of all media outlets and he also owns 50% of all distribution methods. <laughs> yeah. You don't you don't think he's going to be push it, positioning himself so he can uh, have control over even more distribution assets? Yeah. So that's, that's kind of my thought. I, I don't know. If you could just have an executive branch that could – everybody's for that. Everybody you talk to is like, yeah, I, I think we should at least have a way of, of monitoring this, right? Facebook yeah. should not be able to control how elections are, are, are dealt, right? No. Now, I, I'm, I'm fine with it as long as, you know, it's, it's just an issue that two guys shouldn't own, you know, uh, 70% of our media distribution. Should, yeah. it shouldn't, you know, Mark Zuckerberg should not decide who's the next president of the United States based on what he wants to show or not show. Yeah. Right? Um, well, well, that also, that's also another tricky topic is, is you know, platforms. You know, Facebook is such, this such... Or this huge, powerful platform, but they are their own. Um, they moderate their own stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but who's to say they're moderating moderating one side more than the other? You know. And the only people that would know that are the bosses there. Yeah. Right. Because there's no. You know. Yeah. There's been you know Senate hearings and blah 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 what not. But who knows what they're actually saying in the hearing is even true. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the NSA it, lied seems before, like, right? Yeah, because you can't tell with Edward Snowden. They, yeah, you know, there just doesn't seem to be. You have to take people's word for it, which is the most absurd thing it's ever. So stupid. Like oh because yeah, because they they have that much power. Yes. You know, if they didn't have that much influence, you know, they'd be forced to give over all this stuff. And these 80-year-olds also have no idea what they're talking about. No. They're asking questions about a new phenomenon that's popped up in the last 10 years that now decides our elections. Yeah. You don't have an iPhone, Grandpa. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I mean, this, yeah, it, 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 it's, just, it's just, it's a massive issue. And I think there's a way to go about it that's fair, right? That's not this going to destroy capitalism. But I think there's a way to do it to where... You can divert. There's safety and diversification, right? Uh-huh. So when you invest, you always try to diversify your investment. Yeah. I just think if you do that with people, I think it becomes a lot more safe. So if if Facebook is this massive monster, no person should be able to own more than ten percent of Facebook. I would agree. Right. So that way you have, you know, a thousand different people now have major says and say in Facebook. Yeah. And that way, if something really dirty is going on, it gets leaked. Right, yeah. so we know as as, as consumers, yeah. and it shouldn't just be three people that are like, "Oh yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll we we we'll let you know if anything's going wrong." It's like, "Oh really? Well, thanks." Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing that I do like that I I believe this was on the most recent Edward Snowden podcast with uh, Joe Rogan. Um, I, I believe he was talking about this is this encryption that Facebook is trying to come up with, basically um, to protect your your data where it's an end-to-end or or user-to-user encryption. So basically, here's a simplified version. So say I'm talking to you. I have a key to the conversation, and you have a key to the conversation. But 
and those keys are are to unlock the encrypted conversation that we've had now nobody else has the key yeah not even facebook not even facebook and basically they're trying to develop it in a way that so say the government's like hey or 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 anybody even somebody hacks in or whatnot and they're like hey give us say fred's yeah give me cody's text messages between him and caleb for the last 10 years yeah and they'll go okay we, we could but the, they'll give them to but him. it would mean nothing yeah because they don't Here's have the, file. the encryption key yeah <laughs> and they're like uh hmm? they're like well we can't even help we can't there. read it <laughs> yeah 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 which i i'm totally for that um Th- that would definitely create a lot more um consumer uh you know i, I feel protection. like it would make people safe feel more safe oh for sure you know? i think i think that's a great idea you know but which yeah. which it's interesting the attorney general's trying to stop um, trying that. to stop it with lawsuits and stuff oh, ag really. at bar yeah and th- this is this is where i do have have an issue with with one side and this is actually why the supreme court thing kind of scares me a little bit is that when one party has that much power over over something uh-huh. things can just get swept on the rug and you just never hear about it you know yeah i mean it just that's the problem when, yeah. when one side i mean six to three man Six to three, <laughs> they don't have to consult the Democrats. Nope. I mean, so, and it, what happens? What happens? Let, let me give you a theoretical. Trump rewins this election, wins back the House, gains two or three more seats in the Senate. A, another Democrat retires. The one's 80 some years old. Yeah. It's seven to two? are you kidding me but i mean okay even you know? if you have okay if you that's scary if, if republicans win back the house and you gain a couple more seats in the senate what can't you do at that point you can, you and you, and can, you add you another can, seat to the supreme court you, you can, can do anything you want you can pass anything yes anything anything you want it's through you know i mean and the thing about it so the thing about it is is you know in past republicans haven't been that that you know what what do you want to say like radical i guess you could say but under trump a majority of them have really stood up and you know almost shown colors that you hadn't seen before where yeah they're like full-fledged you know we want things done yeah yeah they're they're going to they're going to go forward so i don't know it's interesting radicalized right-wingers well and and that's that's my issue with the executive branch being too far one way and too far the other if you had somebody that would walk down the line that these issues could be taken from you know everybody 90 percent of americans support the executive branch could you imagine that (laughs) right that would just that's a really cool concept because guess what the executive branch doesn't touch the problem of abortion the executive branch doesn't touch the 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 issue of immigration right yep let the Senate decide how much funding is going here, how much funding is going there. As the president, I'm here to protect the United States of America and I'm to these five agendas that I yeah. put forward that everybody in America agrees with. Yeah. I mean, I, I totally agree with that because I I think that's – because yes, 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 the people elect a president, but really senators and representatives of the House – I guess mean more to us. Yeah, they're the lawmakers. Yeah, we can 
we, we can contact them way easier and they're supposed to represent you know our section of the state or our state if you're a senator um so they're really supposed to represent the people mm-hmm. so and the issue is we got to restore the fact that now i'm not saying all don't do this but a majority of representatives and senators don't vote how their constituents want them that's to. true and that's the issue it's like well, you know what would be cool is if the executive branch was so, like, you know, on really partisan issues, like, it has to go to the president's desk, right? What if he said, you know, let's let's say that, you know, something really radical happens. Yeah. They pass through the House that all 15 million illegal aliens will be deported no matter what they say, right? doesn't matter if they have a family, right? If those kids are born in America, they're sent to foster care, we take them on, we ship her back, right? Yeah. Let's say that happens. Let's say that the president of the United States gets on TV and says, hey, here's the issue, right? I was elected to 100% represent you guys. We're going to do what hasn't been done since Greece in this angle. We're going to have a vote. I want you guys to vote on this particular issue, and I will sign whether you say yes or no. Yeah. Right? So, and and to completely fairly balance out the options, say these these are the positives, these are the yeah. negatives. I felt like this was a pretty radical decision. I understand that these people are supposed to represent you, but I just want to make sure that it represents the people as of yesterday, as of tomorrow, yeah, not as of four years ago. You know. Yeah. What What do you think about? I kind of just had this thought, but maybe other. I'm sure other people have thought about it. Like, so you know how our senators, representatives, are supposed to vote how their constituents yeah. would or lean a or, republic, or, right? We have yeah. representatives for us. Yeah. So. What if, say, let's take the upcoming marijuana legalization vote in the House, okay? Let's say that the people in basically who those representatives, like the area those representatives represent, the people in that district or whatever, vote which way they want. Like they, oh, they can go to a polling place. I see what you're saying. And vote for which way they want the representative to vote. Okay. In the House. And then whatever the majority so say the majority would be to vote yes on the legalization of marijuana for say, let's say, um, representative Dan Crenshaw of Texas. Yeah, yeah. District like one oh nine or something. Yeah. So they the majority of the people in that district voted for him to vote yes. Now he's obligated. I feel like to vote he, yes, he's so obligated I mean. to vote yes. Well, and I think he should be yeah. penalized if he's not. I feel like yes that that you're kind of going back to like what they used to do this in ancient Athens, and what they would do is it was a pure democracy. Mm-hmm. So every single issue that came forward, everybody got everybody got to vote on. I like that. Right. <laughs> the issue with that That'd is very that un, um, it became. What's the word? Well, the issue with that is it became such is so time consuming. And that nobody cared, yeah. right? Because every day they're voting on four different stupid things. Yeah. And they literally, what they would do is they would take a rope throughout the streets. And if the rope touched you, or if you were surrounded by the rope, you had to go vote. <laughs> right? That was their only way of getting people to vote. Was to, like, force them. Uh, so, that's kind of that's kind of the issue with that, is that the I feel like a republic is a good idea in that you... People have representation, 
especially like the electoral college. Yeah. Right. That was designed. That's not a, a whim. You know. Yeah. Well, it's very intelligently made. What if it's just um, my idea that the executive branch being so polarizing right now, I just don't know is such a good idea on yeah. either side. I like your, th- your I like your your thing on though the president. If it's brought to the president's desk, then the president's like, hey, you know, the yeah. pros and cons of whatever. Yeah, like like you I I, an example I feel like you wouldn't do that with everything. But like, yeah. let's say I'm elected president like and I run thing. on those things. What I'm gonna do is say, is this a really hot button issue? Yeah. And if it's seriously hot button that I button that I feel like more than fifty percent of Americans would care about, yeah. then I'll be like, hey, I need to contact the American people directly, and they need yeah. to decide what I should do. Yeah, and now going back to the representative thing, um, how often do they really vote on something like the whole house? Oh, actually, I, we can probably get those numbers right. How many I, things have the House voted on in, in the past year? Because the thing about it is they have committees that vote on a crap ton of stuff. Like, this committee will vote on this, this committee will vote on this. But then those committees have to vote to to send it to the floor of the House. But then the Speaker of the House has to decide to actually put yeah. it to a vote. But they passed almost 300 bills. This This year? In one year, that's not even the amount that that's bipartisan, bipartisan bills. Almost three hundred were passed this year. Yeah, dang. Twenty nineteen. Dang, because we're not to the end of twenty twenty yet. Yeah, but so think about that. I mean, that's that's a lot. Yeah, because then then how do you determine? what's important for everybody to vote on exactly like you know so that's that's the idea of representation the thing about it is is we need electronic voting like phone uh, but what who's to say you know i think electronic voting would be safer than what we're going to have during this 2020 election there there has to be a way right there there is a way yeah that's what joe rogan you know he's like there has to we're in the 21st century yeah there, there is a way it's just the the idea is we just can't rush into it we have to have a comprehend that this is where it comes in it can't be a partisan pushed thing yeah right republicans if republicans are pushing for electronic voting and democrats are very against it that worries me right yeah. if if democrats are all for mail-in voting and republicans are very worried about it that worries me yeah right so what what needs to happen is that there needs to be a, a very much of a a bipartisan kind of person, preferably the executive branch, to yeah. then say what we're going to do is we're going to look at how we can make a secure version of the election that everybody can be a part of, right? Because then I think if it if it came to the phone, you could easily do what I'm suggesting, because then you don't have to go to a polling place. Yes. To vote, it's just it's an alert. It's like yes. Hey. Yeah. You know. We're voting on the legalization of marijuana. W- which way do you want your there representative has to, be a to vote? There absolutely has to be. Why, why can't they do I, something similar that Facebook's doing, right? It's yeah. an encrypted path. The only people that have the key is their given precinct that they're voting to and the person that's voting. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There has to be a way. Um, but that's just where – and maybe for election day, maybe election day, just make it a holiday, right? And make everyone's off work, right? Yeah. There has to be there, – there's ways to get around this, and and I just feel like you, you can't have a partisan push thing. You have to have somebody yeah, – I totally agree with that because then you have people on both sides wanting the same goal, and they're both going to try to get 
yeah. to the same goal if it's if it's a nonpartisan issue. Yeah, we, um, we want it to be a fair, secure election that everybody can be a part of. And also, if you are having this idea, if you're like, hey, legalization of marijuana, hot topic in the United States, the Senate has passed it and said they want me to sign it, but I want to hear from the American people directly on this because it's a big issue. Um, voting starts at 9 p.m. Uh, if you're an active voter, you'll get a notification. Yeah. You know, like, that would be that would be really cool. Uh-huh. And, and I feel like that would be awesome. And then next thing you know, oh, uh, votes have came in. We have 59 million for yay and 40 and you million control for them. You could, you could literally monitor them all real time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You could literally just tally it. Be like, oh, my gosh, they're ahead. Oh, they're behind. It would yeah. be kind of, it would be actually kind of cool. <laughs> if it was really close, to be like, oh, if you're nonpartisan, you would almost hate to sign it then. You'd be like, oh, <laughs> dude, seriously, 59 million to 58 million? Like, no. 58.9 million. <laughs> yeah. I think if you went to the phone, you'd have a lot more people voting. You would. Oh, because you think about it. We had, what, 120 million votes total, rough, give or take a few million. And the 2016 election. The issue is that then the media, oh, the media would have so much power then. So much because now it's just a matter of outrage. How much outrage can you make? True. And and I think that's that may be why it, it's best to make that an in-person voting for the presidency, right? Because it's very much of you have to make a conscious decision, and as an American citizen, you feel like this could change things, yeah. and you have to make a conscious decision. I think that should be made a holiday. I don't yeah. think anybody should have to work on voting day. Yeah, I think everybody that should be your duty as an American. Go to the polls, yeah. vote, cast your ballot. Um, but as far as for issues and stuff, that would be so much easier to just notification on the phone, yay or nay, the legalization of marijuana. Uh huh. No, <laughs> you know, yeah. or yes. I mean, I would vote. What would you vote, Cody? I'd totally vote yes. You vote yes. I would vote yes as well. <laughs> you so, just wanted to hear what I'd say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we would destroy them. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Um, so yeah, no, I mean. And, and that's that's the issue um, that that I see, and I just I feel like uh, you know keep keep your eyes and ears open because uh, the common party may be born here soon. So uh, well yeah we'll see what happens. The supreme leader Kellogg. Oh gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it just made a lot of people scared uh. real quick. <laughs> no, no, I I I do think uh, something like that 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 would be uh, very preferable. But it would be a party that unites. Dude, wouldn't that be so awesome? Could you imagine? Everybody's you like get things done. Finally. You can't tell me Joe Rogan wouldn't be in full, full support of that. He'd totally be. You can't tell me that Elon Musk, all these guys are going to be 100% supportive of it. And I think... He'd even get Kanye West in there. I, I don't want Kanye West in there. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'm sorry, Kanye. Uh, <laughs> Your music's awesome, but you're unstable. Unstable. Scary. But anyway, yeah. I think we should wrap it up here. We're almost at an hour. Wow. Yeah. And Man. I'm about to pass out in the seat. <laughs> But yeah, no, thank you guys for listening to our, our rambling. Episode 14. Is it really? I believe. No, 13? sorry, 13, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. episode 13. Wow, we're moving along, man. I'm going to time warp. Getting closer and closer to that that uh, podcast upgrades. Oh. I'm really excited. Can we release this one this Thursday? Let's um, do that. No. No? No. Because we already have scheduled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, and... We always say is like this episode. We this do. Number, this That's true. That it's all lined up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh man. But yeah. Um. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Check it out. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And Spotify. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. And we'll catch you next week. Bye.